I like rain. <laughs> this is the science fiction rating system, and I'm not prepared. We're here to talk about Next. It's a film, and I'm joined by Alex Humphrey. <laughs> yep. Hello. Is it, and, it, Sam, is, are you not prepared because you can actually see two minutes into the future? So you just thought, oh, well, I'll be fine because I'll know what I'm going to say every two minutes. don't think it's, it counts if it's you. <laughs> you just keep hearing silence every two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's what the film is about, is it? I've forgotten. <laughs> not really. Um, I'm also joined by Chris Redding. Hello. And uh, how is everyone doing? It's been a while. Not bad. Good. Yeah. All good. Good. This was a crazy couple of uh, movies. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, What's welcome the theme? to our... Oh, I'm the theme time. is time. I'm. There's a link between the films as well. Are they oh. Philip K. Dicks? The one is. It's a it's a less exciting link than that. Jessica Biel is the link. Oh. Do you know why? She was married to Justin Timberlake. Still is, I believe. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Well, that's next week's business. This week is next, as I say, uh, which is a Nicholas what, Cage. Oh. What, what, what's this week? Because you said this week is next. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Should we just skip this week? I mean, I mean, the host isn't prepared. Alex has already done a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Let's write it off. Okay. Um, no, no right. I mean, full disclosure at home. This week. I, I didn't realise I was hosting. And so I've done a really piss poor job preparing for this, but never mind. I can remember it. Yeah, we'll, just we'll get there. We'll get there. So yeah, this next, this is a film starring Nicolas Cage. Yep. And uh, we've we've gone down a bit of a cage hole. We talk about him more than we watch him, don't we? I think Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I did say. watch. Uh, what was the one we watched? Humanity Bureau, which was terrible. Yep. Uh, this is from a time when Nicolas Cage was a bit more mainstream. Mm. This yeah. was a big film. Uh, yeah, but it, when he could it, afford to be mainstream. Yeah, yeah, it, it created at the box office. Um, I bet it did. Yeah. It might have something to do with his current predicament, really, that he can't get a good film. But um, it is directed by Lee Tamahori. Yeah, who uh, also directed the Triple X sequel and Once Warriors, which is a good film. Once Warriors, he, he directed a it's bunch a, of things. Yeah, as well. Die Another Day, and Another he did day, yeah. The Devil's Double with Dominic Cooper. Terrible Die Another Day. Um, that is a the worst. bad film, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. But Once for Warriors is the it's like a New Zealand kind of action film. I I, I might be wrong, but it might I thought it was the first film to have uh, the Boba Fett dude in it, Temura Morrison. That's the one. Yeah. That's the guy. Yes, I there think that was the film that launched his career as well. So right. Yeah. Well, he's not in this. No. Um, but Nicolas Cage is, and Julianne Moore, who she's all right, a bit overrated, I think. Jessica Biel. Yeah. Uh, Columbo's in it. And a man called... <laughs> yeah. For like, a man called... Weirdly for like three seconds, isn't he? I mean, he was almost dead. It's his second last credit, isn't it? Oh, so is it? It's oh. very old, Peter Falk. <laughs> um, there's also a man called Tory Kittles in his film, which is a fantastic name. Yeah, yep, yep. Tory Kittles. Tory Kittles. Right, so here's a setup. Uh, Nicholas Cage is a man called Frank Cadillac, and he's a magician who... <laughs> who... He puts on a show, doesn't he, at the start? Yeah. Um, and he's he's clairvoyant, but he doesn't. The show doesn't really use any of his powers, does it? Really? Not. I mean, because he gets that woman up, doesn't he? 
And yeah. he's all like, oh, you're this, you're that. And he's like, oh, your necklace is going to fall off in two seconds or whatever. And then yeah. it does. But then it's in his back pocket, like it's a sleight of hand thing. Yeah. It's all sleight of hand. Yeah. That woman... But I guess it makes him a good magician in general, though, doesn't it? Yeah. He does do a lot of silly, like, proper tricks, doesn't he? Mm. Why do you think, though, he learnt real, real tricks, though? If he's clairvoyant, why bother learning but, real tricks? Because, as he says in the voiceover... He's, a it's a cover because uh, uh, every once in a while what we think is magic is the real deal hiding behind a $50 trick because the alternative is impossible for others to live with. Nice. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, I forgot there's a voiceover in this yeah, film. The yeah. voiceover kind of goes away, doesn't it, after about oh, five yeah, minutes yeah. and doesn't return until the very end. No. But yeah, Nick, Nick uh, Cage is... The woman he does the trick on is Alice Kim Cage, his ex-wife. Oh, is it? Yeah. One of several? Am I being a bit rude about Nick Cage here? I don't think that's rude. No. Um, Patricia, Patricia, Patricia Arquette, Lisa Marie oh. Presley, Alice Kim, Arika Koki, and Rico Shibata. So I think... Oh, okay, we're a bit of a pattern there, Nick. <laughs> yeah, so, I think we know what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Nicolas Cage, as we say, is a magician, yeah. and Julianne Moore's in the audience, and she's thinking, "Hmm, this little guy looks interesting." Hmm, hmm. I love how, like, the her like assistant, the 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 black guy, is just to be like, yeah. "Why are we here? Like, seriously, well, what's going on?" Like, I mean, he's got a point, doesn't he? Though, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we learn quickly that there's a nuke loose in America. Yes. And Julianne Moore is seems to be pretty high up there in the in the sort yeah. of disaster response. Yeah. And her great idea is. There might be a man who can see yes. the future. Yeah. Mm. No, she is. She is. I, I, it seems I would, like a far-fetched way to solve that problem. Yeah. It does. I think that Julianne Moore in this film is the worst FBI agent ever. I think this... Her character is the Because her entire plan for solving the, the missing nuke, all it is is getting Nick Gage on yeah. board with this two-minute thing he can do. And I don't... As he says, quite clearly, unless it involves me directly, I cannot see what's going to happen. And okay, we could Does say Does he tell that, her that, though, at the start, though? Well, I don't know, but we, we know it as the audience. Yeah. And also, I mean, war... okay, a nuke going off is going to involve everyone, but... Well, it might do. Well, yeah, it might not. If he suddenly gets on a plane and goes to another country... But also, we don't really know anything about what the terrorist plan is, do we? Or what the, what the yeah, we don't know anything about the terrorists ever. No. no. It's just really stupid. No. And we don't see... They, they should have put a line in saying that exhausted every other angle. They don't yes. really do that, do they? No. In fact... It's as though she's gone straight to her boss and gone... Yeah. Gone straight to magic. Yeah. And there's a scene, in fact, where the they've got like a mustachioed, like, a big boss, haven't they? And he's like, yeah. okay, what's going on here? Give me... What's, go, what's happening to everyone? And this poor little guy comes out and he's like, well, we've got some tier three suspects and some tier four suspects and we're kind of looking at them and, and he's like, right, go on it. And then and Julianne Moore's like, well, uh, you know, that's bullshit. You know what we should be doing? <laughs> Getting Nicolas Cage in because he can see two minutes. Yeah. In. And it's like, no, your plan isn't better. It should almost be that there's like seven teams all doing different crazy things to stop this nuke. And hers, that, that actually would be a way better film if she was like the kooky weird one that, that was her plan was this... Nicolas Cage character and everyone else is doing more serious things mm. it might be better but it'd make more sense wouldn't it yeah. than, than her being respected no she's uh, she's doing that classic thing of being a, quite a good actress with absolutely terrible lines yeah. and just delivering them reasonably well but they are all just trash like every line she says is trash 
I think a better film also would have been that at the start of this film, as she starts to try and catch Nicolas Cage, mm. she runs into the problem that, as we know, he's clairvoyant and yeah. therefore can always outsmart her. The whole film should have just been like a Benny Hill sketch of him outsmarting <laughs> her for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't know why the, even the nuke had to exist, because as an asset, he's extremely useful. Why does it need to have mm. this nuke issue? It, why couldn't it just be the FBI want Nicolas Cage because he can do this thing? I mean, the, the nuke thing is very much like, you know, a back of the envelope bad guy, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's yeah, Russians yeah. in America with a nuke. Well, they're all over the place. They speak French, English, like they are, yeah, Russian. There's no, they don't not. They're like Chris said. There's no backstory to them. They're not even. They don't even have a name as a terrorist organization, no. do they? they don't, there's no demands that they have. Are they? No, they're, no. They're all we know about them is they, they also. They might have. A, they might have a good point. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they might have a good they? point. Yeah. yeah. No one stopped to ask. No, <laughs> no. And oh, and they oh. do was jumping all over the place with the plot, but they also do the most ridiculous thing because when they kidnap Jessica Biel. They basically do the one thing that means that he's now able to see what's going to happen. Well, yeah, but I mean, the only thing we know about him is that they want him, don't they? What, the baddies want him? Yeah. But mm. that, they're, they're, they're training him as well, aren't they? But aren't they convinced that he's the only thing that can stop them as well? Well, they never really explain it, but, the, but they, the bad guys stake out Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah, they do know about him. Yeah. For reasons like, I don't know, perhaps they... For the foresight would be good to launch the nuke and he could tell them where I, I, I honestly don't know <laughs> it doesn't make any sense anyway before anyway. we get to that yeah. Jessica Beale, as we say she's around and uh, Nicholas Cage has got this whole thing where he can only see two minutes into the future his his direct future mm. directly impacts him yeah. this makes no sense no. but except once he saw a premonition of sitting in a <laughs> diner with Jessica Beale. yep mm. they don't say how long he's been because they say that he goes every day don't they at 809 twice a day in the morning and the evening because yep. he wasn't sure no. which 809 it was yep. which that makes no sense surely no. it would have been dark at night wouldn't it no For, uh, uh, no so the, I suppose if he's in which day it is no no. That, sorry I've written that the Russians stole the nuke five weeks ago um, for some reason that right. I wrote that down so that's happened that was five weeks ago so for five Maybe. weeks all the all that Jim Ambor's been doing for five weeks is trying to find a fucking psychic. Just been going to all the shows in Vegas. <laughs> it's like the biggest scam ever. Oh, we need to check this guy out. <laughs> Penn and Teller, I've, the heard, I've heard they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. What's that one oh, with... Um, what's that? I heard there's a clairvoyant tiger. We need to go and see um, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, what's that one with... Yeah. Oh, Adele's on next door. Should we just, should we just go see that? Her yeah. fucking receipts that she's parting through each week. She tried Cirque du Soleil for many yeah. years. Yeah. She's like, I'm sure that guy caught that guy. He must have known that that was... Yeah. That's, premonition. that's premonition there. It's a premonition, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. So, um, yeah, he sets up the rule that he can see two minutes into future, his own future... And but then the only time that's ever been broken is when he saw however long it was into his future with Jessica Bilal. But also, when does the two minutes start? I think it's a rolling two minutes. The roll. Do you think he's constantly seeing two minutes into the future, or do you think he's does it when he needs to do it? Because I couldn't work that out. I think he's. I mean, it would be good if he had like a sort of a, you know the two Ronnies where he's answering a question two minutes in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he's actually existing two yeah. minutes in the future. Yeah. I think he must be able to turn it on and off because 
you know, towards the end, you see Loxton going everywhere. Yeah. If you had that going all the time, yeah, that's what I thought. It would just be like be catatonic, wouldn't it? You yeah. couldn't exist like that, could you? Yeah, because you'd be experiencing every. <clears throat> yeah, you'd be constantly experiencing. Yeah, every well, like Chris said, not... you'd just be running two minutes fast because you just it'd be easier yeah. for you to just be the two minutes forward. Yeah, so I thought, okay, you can turn it on and off. Okay, but in theory, that that would be fine because you'd just develop a, like a buffer in your brain, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, if it, but if it's one event though, if it's every event, if it's all of yeah, that's what I mean. If it's everything, you'd struggle, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't. I think your brain would actually just work in like a two-minute buffer. Yeah, but if in that two minutes you've got like, like tens of thousands of eventualities going on, mm. surely like processing that amount of data is going to. Well, I think you only like experience <clears throat> one outcome. No, because he goes because at the end is like yeah. loads of walking so around. So this is the thing because by the t- so if you so if I, I'll turn it on and I'll see two. So minutes. it's infinite. So yeah, that's yeah. the thing that makes no sense. So when I go, so do, is that I mean, that's the thing? That's not just the thing, no. But. but can you can you do the two minutes? Go back and do a different two minutes. So by the time you've done the two minutes, have you been? It's too late to then go back. Isn't yeah, that's why it doesn't make yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Sense. <laughs> when he meets when he goes to the cafe and he yeah. meets Jessica Biel, yeah, which is a creepy scene because oh wow, yeah, really. we, we learn that basically yeah. he uses this this power to just be a creep, yeah, really, doesn't he? Uh, by like getting yeah. by talking to her in every sort of sleazy way he can and getting it wrong over and over again. But yeah, well, in it's that just scene, uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's it just, is Groundhog it is Day. It's just Groundhog Day. Yeah, but in that scene, he appears to be doing that. Like he's going through, you know, like Groundhog Day. They time skip and it's every, you know, it's days and days and days, isn't it? Yeah. In this, it is that he appears to be sat at the counter doing a going scene, yeah. through two minutes then another two minutes then yeah. another two minutes which makes no sense does it no. because no I, I would say all we've done is rag on this film at this point i quite like how i think they do film those bits quite well i quite like how sometimes you're not aware that that was the forward jump the loop that was the loop so sometimes yes. you it yeah. will kind of the camera will just pan past him and he's sitting back at the I quite like those little stylistic. There's some. There's some element of stylized direction here. There's not. It's not awfully directed. Put it that way. Uh, It is a little bit like Tenet for idiots, though. (laughs) It's a bit like Tenet for idiots. Yes. I don't know. There's just some nice shots. Every so often, I was like, "Oh, I quite like that." Or like, "Oh, that was nice locations." I like that. We learn that Jessica Biel is. What's she doing? She's teaching like Native Americans to speak English or something, um, even though they can talk. So can I just tell you that Nicolas Cage came up with the idea that his character to be a Las Vegas ma- magician, and he came up with the idea that she took a job in a Native American reservation at the Grand Canyon. Um, yeah. So he basically made that job up for her. Yes. Yeah, that she- waterfall there, they're all bathing. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. That location where they're... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a classic Nick Cage. Like, oh, we need some Native Americans in it. And oh yeah, yeah like you yeah. could be teaching them because he doesn't. He? He's like, oh, there is some shaman that can like see into the future and like. Yeah, he just starts I mean, saying that, all that stuff, doesn't he? That film that's just come out where he's playing himself. Like, this really is that film, isn't it? He's he, this is Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage in here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's very much his his vibe down to the creepiness as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's he's. Via process of elimination in the future, he's managed to get Jessica Biel to instantly fall in love with him. Yeah. Um, and although she doesn't, doesn't the car say, oh, you're not a psychopath, are you? But Yeah. And give him a lift. Yeah, and give him a lift to him a lift. wherever he's going. Yeah. And that's because I suppose he's worked out from, 
from the future where she's going, hasn't he? She just goes, I'm going there as well. Yeah, I guess so. Which is again, because she, because they appear to just live together after this verse encounter, don't they? I didn't really get that as well. <laughs> no, no, no. He's just so good that he's just yeah, like you say, she's just falling in love with him. I guess it's I, very, very suspicious because he's not on the run yet, anything like that. He's just like he's found her and he's decided I'm going well, to no, use he, my power to. He does. He's had the. He's had and not had the encounter with um, Julianne Moore. Oh, in his garage. His, in his yeah. garage. Now, the hilarious thing about that is they make this huge deal of him, like, right, we need to wait two minutes, hold on. No, no, they do Brilliant. this whole big, like, everyone stare at your watches because we can do things past two minutes, but we can't do things... But then the time just... But it's always two minutes, isn't it? Well, I mean, we'll get to that in a minute because that makes no <laughs> sense. I've got a question about that. Yeah, anyway. Um, they're still on his tail. They're still after him. So are these Russians who, yeah. as Alex said, they aren't Russian. The, the no. main guy's got a very weird English accent. Yeah, they're all um, over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I know we've already mentioned it, but I think it, it, it's worth mentioning again. They they just have no discernible plan or no, no. you know, no motivation. There's nothing no. other than just it's it's kind of weird how it's kind of it's it's kind of postmodern in that like it, the trope of Russian, you know, gangster or Russian mob is Russian terror, sorry, is so established that the film is like, I'm not even going to tell you what the, anything about them because you already understand through language of cinema what they yes, are. You I, know would, what I, mean? I would it's love like it. A... I think I would love it if that was what it was, but it's just yeah. not that, is it? No, it's not that. No, that. it's like a weird art house thing, isn't it? Where it's like, <clears> yeah, you know, we trust like you to understand um, what's going on. Like those, like the nihilists in uh, Big Lebowski. Yes, Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, they are a bit. Yeah, because they kill they kill the casino bloke, don't they? Don't they kill him that he's had yes. the run in with earlier? Yeah, uh, they kill. A random woman uh, who lives opposite Julianne Moore, which leads yeah. the Julianne Moore and the FBI to know that they were watching her. So that was a stupid thing to do um, because they wouldn't have tipped her off, would they? Wouldn't know. You know, when Julianne Moore's talking to her assistant guy, yeah, and I can't remember the chat about probably Nicholas Cage, and they come out of the meeting. That guy's like, "Oh, I just thought I'd let you know." The casino guard was kneecapped and knifed in a, in a car park. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, you just choked cho- that now." Like, that's <laughs> good scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also, like I say, I'm convinced that they start. I think it's like a kind of chicken and egg thing. I'm convinced that the terrorists start going after Nicolas Cage because they become convinced he's the only thing that can stop them. But by going after him, they then make it that he can stop them. But how did they even find him? No, I don't. Why, I don't why were they after him in the first place? I don't know. I don't know how they know about him. No, because um, if if the thing is like they're thinking, oh, he's the only man who can stop us. Why don't they just get on with it? And you're right, they never make. If they any... can get their hands on a nuke. Yeah, they don't ever make demands, do they? No. It's the stupidest. It's such like a. It's the stupidest story I've ever. It is really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the, I don't understand this, right? So, Jessica Biel goes on a on an errand or whatever. Mm. Goes to post a letter. Oh yeah. And um, <laughs> Julianne Moore's like, look, Nicholas Cage is a psychopath. Yeah. Um, a sociopath, sorry, a dangerous sociopath, and you're in trouble. So you've got, but also, I mean, she doesn't explain the time to have trouble. Does she? She just says you've got to give him a drink, but you've got to oh, yeah. wait yeah. two minutes from the last time <laughs> he interacts you before you give him the drink. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, don't you think that at this point they should have just stopped writing the script? And thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Doesn't make any sense. Wait, no. yeah, hold on, guys. Yeah. We're writing a film where someone's got to say this line to someone and then we've got to watch <laughs> someone wait next to a cup <laughs> for two minutes. But and also, it doesn't make any sense because it's a rolling two minutes. Yeah, yeah it's always two minutes. Yeah. 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 Again, it, I guess it gives more theory to the idea that he's turning it on and off. But also, choice. if he's out for a long period of time, any point where he goes two minutes, you'll be like, why am I lying on the floor? Oh, I'm, oh now, I'm, now I'm in a facility. Oh, my God, why am I... Like, he would just know, but, wouldn't but, he? No, but also, the terrorists so- just need to set off the bomb over two minutes after the last time they spoke, <laughs> they to, spoke him. to him. Yeah, exactly. But also, yeah. if, it's, if it's that, like, if it is those two minutes, why doesn't she just put the, the thing in the drink before she sees him? Yeah. Why don't she get, like, a ta- you know, a bottle of Coke, put it in that before she goes in the house and go, I got you a Coke? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't need to wait two minutes, do you? No, she just needs to be out of his range. Because there's that do really that. weird bit earlier on when he starts looking at the camera, and they're like, "Oh, once he's seen you, he's psychically linked to you, and he can start seeing. He knows <laughs> yes. what you're doing. Oh yeah, through yeah, yeah, a camera. Yeah, or something weird like that. Didn't make any I sense. Don't get it. Yeah. The, 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 the funny bit of this was this is my favorite bit was that when she <laughs> Jessica Biel has a kind of crisis of like, "Oh, oh dear, yeah. shall I do it?" Yeah, and so she tells Nicolas Cage. Um, Oh, the FBI got me and they told me you're a sociopath. Yeah. And he like he looks at her like he's absolutely insane. <laughs> and so she grabs him, whispers in his ear, and she goes, Is it true? Are you a sociopath? Like, that's not what you ask a sociopath. You get the fuck out. You don't just ask quietly and politely, is it true? And expect to get the truthful answer out of him, do you? <laughs> yeah. No, that's ridiculous. It, no. No, there's so many ridiculous things in this film. It's it's like She's a so catalog. poorly written, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I've, I've also there's a bit just before that when uh, one of the FBI people says it just got worse, um, and I'm like, how can it be worse than there's a nuke in the USA? <laughs> and they're thinking about the red the alert code, whatever. And the big boss, the mustache boss, says, "Can someone tell me what my agency, the FBI, is doing about this?" <laughs> it's like, are you saying that because you think the audience has forgotten that they're like the FBI or something? Yeah. Like. Whoever says that, like at work, <laughs> look, hold on, guys. Can someone, can someone tell me what this podcast, the science fiction rating system, thinks about this film? <laughs> that guy's whole role is that because, you know, at the yeah. start, when he first meets Julianne Moore, he's like, she's like, oh, I'm after this, I'm looking at this clairvoyant. And he, and he says to, like, do you know there's a nuke loose? Like, he, he says the whole plot then, but yeah. doesn't he? And she's like, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. And she. It- Imagine if this was like uh, Darren Brown. It'd <laughs> be quite funny, like. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, and that's the bit where she says, I believe that the urgency of this situation compels the use of any and all resources to obtain Chris Johnson, who is Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And I, but any resources actually relevant to the job, yeah. we're not touching them. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. nuke's been there 30 days, as you say. Yeah. And the guy says you've got five days to get the clairvoyant. Yeah. Right? That's 35 days to track down mm. a nuke. Yeah. It can't be that hard. No, it can't be that mm. hard. No. If you've got the entire... Hard. Yeah. American military complex, you know. Yeah. <laughs> looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just evacuate the city. Yeah, just yeah, just give up. Like you just oh, yeah, too late, it. isn't it? Yeah. This film. <laughs> yeah. But then he does his trick. Sorry, going back to where we were, he does his trick with the TV, doesn't he? Where yes, he can predict prove that he's, he zaps yeah. through the TV channels. Yeah. Uh, one of the things is Doctor Strange Love. One of the things on the TV. A better film. <laughs> Yeah, um, true. So they try and catch him, and his good nature is his undoing. Mm. Who, does he save someone from some logs? Some logs he saves Julianne head, Moore from the. So her thing is that she doesn't. Jessica Bilal pushes a car off the 
thing, but then it just causes this weird like chain of events that end up with yeah, logs yeah. just flying off. <laughs> and he does that great bit where he just stops like that, and then the car just goes like flips over his head or whatever. Like there's lots of bits like that, aren't there, where he just pauses and a bullet goes past him or something. And, oh, and terrible CG. Oh god, yeah. Actually, this has yeah. got um, this guy directed Dying of the Day. It got that similar sort of bad CG from Dying of the Day. Yeah. There's a train, isn't there? Like a train, a track that they kind of do a, like a matrix turnaround, and it looks like yeah, looks awful. Yeah, looks like I made it. It looks really, really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but he, they catch him. Yeah, and we get uh, an homage to Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> But he really loves uh, uh, Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. Does he? Is that is that a thing? Well, no, because it's Str- Doctor Strange. Love being on the TV as well. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, the director point mm. on Nicolas Cage, not Nicolas Cage. Uh, but this, these, like, they've got this. They're, they're holding his eyes open, aren't they? Like, yeah, the orange. But they are designed. It's the worst designed pair of glasses ever, isn't it? Like, what's? Yeah, they're so over-engineered. Like massive bits of metal <laughs> sticking out the side and. But also, how do they think that this is going to... Because they're just like, oh, we just want you to... Watch TV. Watch TV, find the bomb. What, what, yeah, what? they already know. He's told them repeatedly it's linked to events yeah. that affect him and, personally. And only right? two minutes as well. And there's nothing on TV to do no. with him. And he doesn't know how his power works, does he? He doesn't really, seem no. to know. No. He was born he with it. He knows the woman makes it stronger. Yep, and he was born yeah. with it. And he he's been tested all his life by scientists somehow. Oh, he had thirty six hours with the cards at a ghost bus, yeah. didn't he? Says that one. You think they would have just locked him up in some facility? Yeah, and used him as like some sort of pre crime thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because again, how would you? Because he'd only got his own. You have to his all, own future. all be crimes involving him. Yeah, but the all you do, you just plug him into like this video net of the whole country, mm. so he was actually interacting. Yeah, I guess with that's what they're doing everything. with the news, isn't it? Because he would have yeah. just watched that because he's strapped to it. I mean, define how interacting, what interacting is. It is like the passage of information or... Yeah. yeah. He'd be useful in like a, a swap team, wouldn't he? He'd be useful, what do they call it? The guy at the back of like, you know, you know who's on the computers when the, mm, when yeah. they, the guy like in the Mission chair. Impossible. The guy in the chair. Yeah, He'd yeah. be a good guy in the chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah... I mean, they don't do that they make him watch TV and he sees sees his girlfriend explode (laughs) the FBI boss at this point should walk in and go right Julianne I've given you so much slack you brought him in and your plan is to sit in a concrete room and watch TV this was the plan all along I'm shutting you down but no they don't shut him down no 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 and as Alex says for reasons I don't really understand he sees a premonition of a TV report which is terribly acted yeah yeah and of of Jessica Peel strapped to a chair covered in dynamite, yeah, and then exploding. <laughs> and but like the woman doing the, um, you know, like the, the the reporter, she's like, oh yeah, we're here on the rooftop, and then it blows up. She goes, oh, oh no, oh oh no no, it looks like oh no, the victim is oh I just can't talk. Yeah. It's just but they played it right, scripted they? Yeah, for that yeah, they, yeah, just just improvise. But again, I would say they've done the because. It can't he only see it a bit further because it's her. So didn't the terrorist do the only thing that meant he could see their actions? I mean, but again, yeah, why, <laughs> why, why are they kidnapped her? What is the relevance to the nuke going off? I don't know. No. What are they? They're trying to distract him from nuking. If anything, they're bringing him in into it and yeah, yeah they make speeding it, up yeah. their own destruction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I suppose. 
No, I guess, though, if you think about the end of the film, I suppose it does work as a distraction, doesn't it? Because the nuke does go off. Mm, no. Well, they've got to cut me some slack there. That's that's terrorists one FBI nil, I think. Yeah. Well, he knows it's two hours. They've got two hours basically. For reasons. For reasons. Maybe the, there was a time on the news report. I don't know. Um, and then, and then he, he only gets killed. <laughs> well, he he escapes, doesn't he? He escapes, then, like, they, but then doesn't really escape. Yeah, and no. he goes on the roof. Oh god, yeah, this bitch is so stupid, isn't it? Because he's like, oh yeah, we need, we need to track him down. So he yeah. goes on the roof, gets shot by a sniper, and then, <laughs> yeah. but then like the sniper turns around and gets a gun out, and a helicopter comes down, and kills him. Jane yeah. Moore comes on the roof, and she's like, oh, he's like, well, that didn't work. Because I know we didn't know anything at all. We just shot him. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Like, what was the point? Yeah, of that? Is it the helicopter like, comes up, and they're just like, guns him down. Guns him down. Like, oh, he was probably nothing. Yeah, didn't see that. Yeah. No. They didn't interrogate or anything. All they know was a man was trying to shoot Nicholas Cage <laughs> on a roof. What roof is that? Oh, the roof that Jessica Biel's on, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah, they know he's going to go there. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then there's a bit. So then there's a bit when they're the him and the team are going across like with the, the baddies like shooting and all that. Yeah. Um, but I, but you know you said oh he'd be really good to have in a SEAL team. Well, I just you know, I don't normally like doing these mistake things, but oh. at one nineteen. <laughs> Him and the team are walking across a big... Because, you know, he's all like, all right, do everything I say and, and you'll yeah, stay alive. Yeah. And he's all like, stop, like that, and he sees bombs and stuff like that. But at 119, they're walking across and one of his team just gets shot and falls on the floor. And then I was like, why didn't he save him? But then it cuts and this, from and you see this, them walking again from a different angle. And the same guy is shot again. So either they're being really lazy and just recycling the same shot or the same guy gets shot twice... And Nicholas Cage doesn't save him either time. Yeah, he's like, oh, I could have saved him. Yeah. And then he's did it. He's like, no, I prefer the version where he died. Yeah, so it's either really <laughs> shit editing because they just used the same bit of footage twice or he's gone in the loop and allowed the bloke to die twice. Yeah. Either way, yeah. <laughs> and no one's bothered. No one's like, oh, man, we just lost like Dave back there or whatever. Like, they just don't see it. It's really weird. I choose to believe it's both things. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. I choose to believe time travel isn't possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's you're right. Impossible. Actually. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, yes. We well, can go forward, can't you? But it's not time travel, is it? Could... Yeah, I mean, time travel outside of the normal uh, passage of the universe. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be time travel, it would just be time taking a break. Yeah. If you froze yourself for a bit and went into the future. Yeah. I quite like the bit where he splits into loads of Nicolas Cages and walks around. I quite like that bit. Well, no, it's stupid. No? Okay. Especially because there's one bit where they show two versions of him checking out the same... <laughs> they look over like a little railing like this. And then yeah. another one of him walks past the other one to check the railing again. I think there must have been like a naked woman down there and yeah. he uses two of his <laughs> infinite yeah. checks. It'd be great to... if he waved at himself. <laughs> oh, hi. What are you doing? Oh, there's a woman down there. Yeah. Oh, look. A mouse. <laughs> He used two of his infinite checks to check her out. Yeah. But if you had this power, you wouldn't be all angsty like this. You'd just be a bit of a dick, wouldn't you? Just be like, well, it's over there. He's a dick, isn't he? You'd be more of a dick. I think you'd just be really arrogant because you're superhuman. You can't die, can you? Like, he's pretty arrogant, though. He's very... I don't know if you'd even... Oh, I guess he's just trying to save her, isn't he? But I mean, yeah, because he, he doesn't agree to save the eight million is going to get blown up until no. Jessica Biel gets strapped to a chair. Yeah, that's true. He's quite selfish. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they walk around a bit. They find Jessica Beale. The the black guy dies. 
and the evil yeah. Frenchwoman dies. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in like really random extreme shootout. Yeah, next to a bin or something like that. It's yeah, very strange. Um, yeah, he he saves Jessica Biel, and then he's like, "Oh guys, I fucked up," <laughs> and the nuke goes off. Yeah, it's a pathetic nuke, isn't it? Yeah, pretty pathetic. The effect is terrible. Yeah. It's like launching like weird like Cheetos at them. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think like, it was like weird. really early particle generation or... This is 2007. Yeah. Still are, quite early, I think. This is that. 10 years after Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, okay. That did oh. this a lot better, didn't it, really? Come on. This is just poor, poor work. Yeah. Um, and he says, so he dies. Yeah, he says, he says, he says he's made a mistake and they're just like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. What mistake did he make? I don't know. Everyone dies... And then it jumps back, and I worked it out. It jumps back forty-five day, minutes in the film. I don't know it's how day, long. Is it? it a day? It's the more the oh no, it can't pass more than a day. It's a day. It's when he wakes up in bed. Yes, with her, isn't it? Before all the yeah. So how the fuck the what? What does that mean? Well, no one. I mean, who knows? The worst thing is right. He he wakes up with a newfound like. Um, <laughs> you know, willingness to, to get on with it, walks out, goes straight to Jerome Moore and goes, right, is it time? Let's get on with it. Yeah. The better film is that second time round, isn't it? Mm. The film yeah. you don't see yeah. where he just wakes up and goes, right, let's get on with it and, and does it, that's the better film. Yeah. Mm. But it cuts. Yeah, and also just the fact is that however... <sighs> it, it, watching this for the first time, maybe you'd be like, oh, whoa, what? He died? But then... Uh, then ten minutes later, yeah, you're just like, no, hold on, this is really unsatisfying because I now don't know what happened. Mm. For that one good, like, oh, what? It's not worth then the ending where he's like, yeah, just leave her out of it, and we'll we'll go sort this nuke out. <laughs> Do you think they planned a sequel? It can't be that. Yeah, can it? I think they did. What weird, they... what weird sequels? So half the sequel. I think I read that they would did want to do a sequel. But then, what would half the sequel be? The next oh, no, forty five be... minutes. It'd be a Back to the Future 2 sort of thing where he's going to launch through a whole the same, franchise. Mm. Yeah, seeing the same, the same. Day, wouldn't he? Yeah. God, that would be boring. Do you know what the Russian uh, title for this translates to? Um, uh, <laughs> um, some loyal men destroy American enemy. <laughs> the Prophet. That's what it translates to. Oh, that's like. less exciting. Yeah. And also, here's a bit of a techie stuff for you. Although most mm. of the film was shot in HD with Panavision Genesis cameras, about a week of shooting was done on 35mm camera because the location was forecast to be 110 degrees Fahrenheit and the filmmakers were concerned that the relatively new and undetested Genesis would overheat and fail. So, there you go. You know, it comes from a Philip K. Dick short story. Yes. Did you know that in that short story, uh, he's a mutant... <laughs> Yeah, so I... they're hunting him down. Yeah, I read that there's an entirely, like, different... The original first draft of the script is very different of this. Yeah, he's he's a human, isn't he? But he's, like, a more sort of sympathetic character and... Yes, mm. yeah. Um, um, what was the thing I wrote down one of the... Um, oh, yeah, um, the second rewrite completely eliminated any anti-authoritarian themes. Yeah. So if it had anything to say, they ex- excised it before it got to the screen, mm. basically. Yeah. Yeah, Which basically. Is telling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the original short story had a distinct tone of racist paranoia. The motivation for the pursuit of Chris was changed from an ironclad policy of exterminating mutations to a manipulative Department of Homeland Security 
agent's obsessive search to unconventional un assets in the war on terror, which is kind of what, it, that's the kind of leftover of the Julianne Moore thing, isn't it? That they want him. Mm, yeah. But, uh, yeah. They there was also a 14-part TV series called Looking for Stars, in which uh, people competed to win a, a role in this film. Oh. Which was won oh, by uh, Marcus Welch of Grand Rapids. And who did he play? Who was he in it? I don't know, actually. Who, I don't know who he's in. I'm not sure. No. Um, I don't, <laughs> perhaps he was cut. I don't know. Is he, it, probably just, it probably wasn't a big role, was it? No. I mean, he's not on the, the Wikipedia list. I doubt it would be a speaking role. Yeah, no, it can't have been. I think after a 14-day, 14 14-week 14 TV show, at least give him one line, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I'm going to look him up and gone. Talk about yourself. Um, Alex, what did you think of the film overall? I, well, he's not an IMDb at all. He's uh, not creative noises. I like Nicolas Cage, and I like that. I like his rubbish films. Mm. Um, th this is right on the line of so stupid, it's kind of entertaining, but I don't think, even for me, and I like trash. Even I'm like, even it for me, it doesn't go over into the ridiculous. It doesn't walk into the ridiculous enough. It, it stays a bit. You do spend too much time in this film just being like, no, what? No, no, his power doesn't work like that. Like, no, no, but he just yeah. said, you spend so mm. much time trying to work out the rules of his power mm. that it just gets a bit annoying after a while. And it's not like. You know, you're right. It is a bit like Ted and, and you know, I have my um, issues with that kind of like, because I think, you know, what he does sometimes is he's like, he kind of, oh, it's so clever. You just don't understand it like that. Yeah. But but mm. but in that way, he's obtruse. He doesn't tell you everything. He kind of leaves it. But this film keeps telling you things that go against what you know already. So mm. it just makes it confusing. And... Yeah, yeah. I like some also, of the yeah, like I say, some of the stylized shots I thought were quite nice, and right. I kind of like how ridiculous Julianne Moore is and how stupid all this, but it doesn't lean into it enough for me. Do you not think also there's nothing happening? Yeah, not really, a lot of this no, film, yeah. nothing really happens. No, not much it. happening. No, it takes you too probably, long. You could tell this story in half an hour. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it takes too long. And as you say, a better film would have gone to that big jump back to the quicker. Yeah, yeah, and then gone back and then you gone would have seen an exciting, like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's just going to... You want the under-the-sea ball, don't you, basically, from back to <laughs> You want that that thing. More yeah. films should do it, I think. It's a good underexploited thing. Mm. Not the ball itself, but, like, the, the dance, sorry, but that, that idea. Yeah. Chris, what, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement. I just thought it was so stupid, I couldn't even really engage with it mm. because... <laughs> At every point, you're like, oh, no, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't really latch on to it. And, and as you say, there wasn't really much going on. So I didn't really feel like I was missing out. No. Well, and also, I think the, the potential for this, this idea mm. is actually massive yeah well, it's, it's something like, isn't there? it's kind of uh, what's isn't it live die repeat isn't it a bit of that it's a little bit of everything but mm. i mean if this guy is has a two minute like buffer you it would he would be unstoppable and i do think it would be kind of an interesting superhero yeah. story yeah 
Yeah. I agree. Like, they don't lean hard enough into that. That, that scene in the diner when he's going through scenarios over and over again, that's the film, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, and what's um, fun, like that's what's fun like quick, about it. Quick loading in like Quake or something, isn't it? Where like you save every five mm. seconds and quick load. Yeah, save. Corner. I've got here that it's like save scumming. That's what they. That's what. Well, that's yeah. That's what, yeah. That's is that the same yeah. thing? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because like like Chris says, like you set it up, whatever, and then you have this amazing like five minute scene where he gets everything right, don't you? Like some incredible, yeah. ridiculous yeah. way. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just the nuke thing. I think if it was. I think if it's just yeah, and also yeah, the, them them terrorists. I mean, completely. Yeah. They might as well not been there, really. I mean, it's no. like no, they're so stupid. I mean, it's weirdly, this film and next week's film have got a lot in common. I think in terms of like problems with. Well, I'll wait till yeah. next week to say it, but there's. It's I, like d- I don't know. Issues. I think this one really takes the biscuit. I think this. Yeah. Mm. I well, I won't talk about it next week's yet, but um, yes, I agree with you both. Um, it's a mess. There's no peril. <laughs> mm. Um, the script's terrible. Your central character's a creep. Mm. Yeah, he is a bit. Of a nothing creep. makes any sense. Yeah, and nothing really happens. And it's not and loyal. I, and to, have you read the original short story? The original. I haven't. No, no, no. no. It's obviously not loyal to it at all. It sounds completely different. No, yeah. from the thing I read. Um, and like you say, Alex, it's not. It's not anywhere near tipping into the so bad it's good category at all, is it? It's no. the so bland it's bland category, really. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so bland it's bland so bland it's bland so, where, so where's it going to go where's it going I don't think it's the bottom oh but it's not what have we got that's like it yeah I was trying to think what what's like it um, do you think his other one Humanity Bureau do you think it was like that or was that a worse film where's that that was more incompetently made wasn't it Humanity Bureau actually it was a lot cheaper and a lot yeah, where is that? I can't find that. It's really far. What was that other one where two, I don't know five. if we've done it yet? Where people, you, they can change the time if they're wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking ridiculous. Matt Damon. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Uh, that's called the Something Bureau, isn't it? Yeah, we've done that. Haven't we? No, we, no haven't. we haven't. Done no, that. we haven't. Um, that is that's not. Is that even science? The Adjustment Bureau. Oh, yeah. that is a fucking. Stupid. I thought we'd done that for some reason. <laughs> that is we, a, I don't think we have done that. No, but no. <laughs> One we can do. I don't <laughs> think it's as bad as Humanity Bureau. No. I don't think it's as bad as After Earth. Have we got more like it's like a bad nineties it's a bit like Universal Soldier, where's that? That kind of bad Yeah, it is about uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't find that. Knights. Too many... Knights. Universal Soldier is too Universal, yeah, it's 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 probably worse than Universal Soldier, but it's around there. Is it worse than Nemesis? No. Uh, no, Nemesis is worse, mm, I'd say. No. So we're saying 201? Yeah. The second week in the row, we've gone for the 201. Yeah. Maybe the secret to our newfound popularity is putting films at 201 in the list, and so we should keep so. doing that every week. People, there's a lot of people monitoring that stat. Yes, yeah. yeah, maybe. That was yeah, the important one for them. Um, I forgot what the film's even called. Next. Next. Yeah. Next. Next. Terrible. Um, have you seen the trailer for it? No. Which um, no. basically ruins the end of the film. Oh, it, like what? Shows you the explosion at the end of the film and them all dying at the end of the film. Oh, that's ridiculous. Do you think I they, suppose it's the one shot they've got to show? Isn't do it the they, one do big think thing they just knew that it was a lose? That it was a losing battle, or? Well, I just think if you want to do a trailer, what else can you possibly show? Like how high was he at this point? Down a tree? How high was Cage at this point? What's what had he just done? When was Con Air? 
Is it Conair? Is it Face Off? Is it Face Off? No. Conair's 90s. Uh, Face Off's 90s. This is later than that. This is National Treasure sort of time, isn't it? Oh, okay. He was on the wane, as it were. Yeah, National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets count the same year. So this is is the end of his... Oh, yeah, this is the end. The the, the drop is about to come. He's about to buy that Tyrannosaurus Rex skull that will bankrupt him. (laughs) Yeah. The the tax man comes calling and goes, can you account for this T-Rex skull, Mr. Cage? Oh, shit. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. If you need me, I'll be in my crypt. Yeah. 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 He's such a weird man. He is a weird man. Uh, but fascinating. I've still not seen that film, that recent film with him. But... I haven't watched it yet. No, no. The, um... It's supposed to be quite entertaining. It's, it just is what it is. I haven't seen it either. It's just supposed to yeah. be very trashy, but quite fun. Fun trash. Mm. I think I think he's done some good stuff in recent years. Pig. Pig was um, brilliant. That was really good. What's the one with the chainsaw? That's a really good film. Um, Mandy. Mandy. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's done some all right stuff. Yeah. But right. still a lot of rubbish as well. Oh, uh, in measurable amounts of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, now that Bruce Willis has gone crackers and can't do anything else, Nicolas Cage is going to take over his mantle, isn't he? He's like the yeah, number one yeah, like, straight-to-DVD dude. Yeah, probably. He's the new... Not gone crackers, a bit insensitive, isn't he? Sorry, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> gone well, he crackers. Has. He has, isn't he? Poor bloke. Um, right. Next week... We're following Jessica Beale back to her house. She's saying, she walks in the door and says, and sees Justin Timberlake, and Justin goes, Oh, what have you been up to, Jessica? And she goes, I've been making this terrible film called Next. Yeah, went to snog. She says, What have you been doing? And he says, I've been making an uh, opinion rescinded film called In Time. And that will be next week. We'll follow him back out the door yep. and, and down the road to see that film. How strange. There's a link. There's a link. Yeah. Any any correspondence um, apart from just some mad love for Star Trek Nemesis? I mean, no correspondence, but a lot of people are listening. So you know, guys, get in touch. Yeah. Sci-fi rating on the hey, socials. Hey, classic us. We had the biggest pod ever, and then went away for two weeks and didn't put any yeah, content well, up. That's not our fault. <laughs> it's well, it's what we the, do we're on the yacht. Yeah, it's what we do, man. It is classic. Yeah. We are we're negging our own audience. Um, <laughs> just when things look like they might be taking off. Yeah, we disappear for three weeks. <laughs> Go on holiday. Yeah, that works. Um, science fiction rating system at gmail.com. Get in touch. Mm. Um, if you want merch, get it because it's going away very soon. Oh, really? Uh, for reasons that I won't discuss on air. Oh. I'll discuss that off air. And, um, Interesting. Yeah, sci fi rating on the socials. Let us know what films to watch. Let us know if there's any demand for this. We, we, we've. We floated the idea that there's certain films that we kind of pissed away in the early days when we weren't really watching them properly yeah, and doing three a week. Yeah. We think we, we might return to some of those. In the old, under the old system. Yeah, yeah the very early days. We, we some real big hitters that were kind of, as I say, pissed away. One of us talked about for 15 minutes and then we went, yeah, number five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Including like the first Robocop, Alien. Alien. Uh, all sorts of stuff. Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we might might discuss that at some point. Anyway, right, uh, join us for that in the future, and we'll see you all next week. With in time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.